0: Welcome back to the self-care bestie podcast. I am your host Kathleen Burst, LCSW, and I am so happy that you are here today. I'm excited about today's topic. I'm going to be sharing with you the nine self-help books that therapists recommend most because with so many self-help books out there, it's easy to wonder what are the self-help books that therapists recommend as in what are the go-tos, the tried and trues that professionals refer to again and again for clients I mean, as also, as well as themselves, while there's obviously going to be some variation from therapist to therapist, I have discussed each of the self-help books I'm going to share with you today with colleagues and clients alike time and time again, you can't beat the classics, right? But that said, I would love to know which self-help books you're obsessed with. So feel free to let me know. You can connect with me on Instagram at self underscore care underscore bestie, or you can email me at C. B-E-A-R-S-E, counseling at gmail.com. All right, the first book is called 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do. Now, I like to think of this self-help book as a swift kick in the pants, for reals. But for most of us, isn't that what we actually need sometimes? Amy Morin not only discusses all the things mentally strong people don't do, like waste time feeling sorry for themselves or giving away their power worrying about pleasing others, just to name a few. She also provides strategies to make actionable changes in these areas. I love this book because it takes a no-nonsense approach which isn't typically my approach with my office clients. I mean, I like to give a little validation and encouragement mixed in with the uh with the tough stuff, um, depending on the issues that we're dealing with. But this book, 13 things mentally strong people don't do is a good reminder for me and for all of us that change requires hard work, but it is always so worth it. Okay. Book number two is the awakened family. I first read this book after I attended a self-care retreat, focusing on mindfulness and was searching for ways to apply the practice of mindfulness to parenting. I ended up getting this book from the library and flying through it. Dr. Shafali Sabari is a world-renowned parenting expert and her approach is unlike any that I had heard or read about prior to this book. This is one of the books I recommend to most of my clients who are parents and especially the parents of adolescents that I see in particular. Dr. Sabari teaches that many of the mistakes we make as parents happen as a direct result of us not dealing with our own inner child and our own wounds from growing up. I was not expecting that, and it was like the last book I mentioned, a swift kick in the pants. But after reading tons of amazing parenting books in my day, this one blew me away. Not only that, but applying the techniques with my children, especially with my eldest who can be very headstrong at times, it was life-changing. So I now walk all of my clients' parents through the teachings in this book because it would be crazy not to based on how much it has worked for me and countless other people. Okay, number three is judgment detox. Now, admittedly, Gabrielle Bernstein can be a little bit woo-woo at times. However, there are so many gems of truth and tried and true techniques in this book that you can take what works for you and leave the rest. The premise of this book is that when we stand in judgment of others, we create anxiety, distress, and tension in our own lives. Likewise, when we focus our attention on the ways we feel judged by others, we let them have too much power in our lives and feel chaotic and out of control. As humans, we are often tempted to blame others for the difficulties in our lives, but if you're willing to get super honest and do the work, much of which is from EFT or the emotional freedom technique, it's an actual modality of therapy. This book has the capacity to change your life for the better and offer you tons of peace. All right, the next book is The Conscious Parent, another amazing book by Dr. Shafali Sabari. Again, her work in this book focuses on doing the hard work of looking inside of ourselves and becoming the person we are truly meant to be and allowing our children to benefit from that growth and work in our own lives. So many times parents come to me wanting me to tell them exactly what to do when their child misbehaves in a certain way, in which case I actually recommend another book called If I Have to Tell You One More Time by Amy McCready. Um, But the work for us as parents, it really begins within ourselves. We must first understand why we parent the way we do, especially when we swore up and down, we never repeat the phrases our parents used on us and we have to enter willingness to change. So this book is especially helpful in guiding you to see your child as an individual completely separate from you whom you do not have control over and should not attempt to control. There's a fine line between control and guidance and the conscious parent brings awareness to this fact in a relatable and enjoyable way. Okay. Next on the list is the five love languages. I have talked extensively about this book on my blog, and you can find it all on selfcarebestie.com under blog. So I'm gonna spare you the long explanation. You've probably heard about this book before, but I'm just gonna say that learning your love language and your partner's love language, as well as your children's is so, so, so important. My husband and I read this book. Well, actually I read him excerpts of it a few years ago but it led to some amazing conversations and definitely changed our marriage for the better. I love applying the love languages with my kids, and I just love the idea of figuring out how to love someone in a way that is best for them rather than how you think they should receive love. It's a very selfless concept and one that I believe is timeless and applicable to literally every relationship you have. Okay, next on the list is called hands-free life. This book is about something 99% of us struggle with putting down the phone. I love the way Rachel Macy Stafford speaks the truth in love and shares tangible ways to invite more of what really matters into our lives. Yes, there are actionable steps she suggests to guide you to a greater presence in your own life, but she also communicates that giving ourselves grace and permission to start over again our necessities if we want to live a peaceful, joyful life. So this is definitely worth a read. Next up is The Mindful Day. And no joke, this is one of my very favorite self-help books ever. I just recommended this book to a dear friend of mine a couple months ago. I basically recommend it to anyone and everyone for several reasons. First and foremost, Lori J. Cameron teaches ways to practice mindfulness from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed at night. So many people make the mistake of thinking that mindfulness practice begins and ends on a meditation pillow, but nothing could be further from the truth. Whether you're new to mindfulness practice or you're a seasoned pro, there is something in this book for everyone. All right, number nine, I mean eight, (laughs) brave, not perfect, perfect, right? The subtitle of this book is Fearless, Fearless. fail more, and live bolder, and I could not love it more. So many of us have grown up believing that we have to be perfect and that we have to please everyone and make mistakes are a no-no, which means that risk should be avoided at all costs. Personally, I believe that real living happens when we dream, dare, and dedicate time to finding out who we really are what we really love, and what we would do with our time if we stopped caring so much about everyone else's opinion. Sound like something that resonates with you? Then this book yet again is a swift kick in the pants that will also have you laughing and crying along the way. All right, number nine, last but not least, The Body Keeps the Score. Bessel van der Kolk is arguably the world's leading expert on trauma. So if you or a loved one have experienced any sort of trauma in your childhood or adult life, this book is a must read. So many trauma survivors don't understand why they think, feel, and act the way that they do sometimes, especially if their trauma happened many years ago. Dr. Vander Kolk expels this myth along with many others and provides a guidebook that educates the effect that trauma has on the mind, body, and spirit. It's a great read, but it is a heavy one, so I'll give you that warning. It's very clinical, but so worth reading if you've had any type of trauma in your past. And if you don't believe me, go read the over 3,000 reviews on Amazon that say this book changed people's lives and helped them actually start living again after they've experienced trauma. Okay, my loves, that's all I've got for now. But I'd love to know, like I said, if you have read any of these books Um, Or if you have a particular self-help book that's been meaningful to you, or if there's one that you need to add to your list, I'd love to hear all about it. Again, you can find me uh, at self underscore care underscore bestie on Instagram. Um, You can email me, like I said, or you can find lots of free therapy resources, including a self-love workbook and a free anxiety relieving email course on my website, selfcarebestie.com under the freebies tab. Hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks for tuning in.